This is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss, and you are listening to a special team interview with some amazing women, Emmy and May. We are going to be diving into their actual real-life experience with some of the lessons learned from Surrounded by Idiots, how they've applied them, what they've learned. There are 13 episodes in all. I know, 13's a lot, right? 13 entire days of listening to takeaways on Surrounded by Idiots. But there were 13 unique and complete thoughts about what you can do to use this information in your life to better your client experience, to better your employee experience, to better your business experience, to better your own experience. We didn't want to waste any of them. So there's 13 straight from the heart, life-changing takeaways with lots of laughs and even some tears. Emmy and May are some of my team members at Seed Planning Group. And you can get a face with a name and more information about them from seedpg.com. That's S-E-E-D-P-G.com. And I want to encourage you to go there and look them up. Because if they say something special or something that touches your life or leaves an impression to you, where you have a question about some of the things that they've mentioned, because again, they're living this. They deserve to know how special they are. Let them know. So without further ado, please enjoy. Yeah, and I think it it goes to not just being self-aware of what you can contribute to meet that 100% or offset, you know, if they're maybe at 60%, but also giving them the space to tell you what they need. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. And when you know what fills your cup or fills the cup of your team and you are willing to do what you can so they have that space to refill their cup so they can do 100%. That is where that strength comes from. You know, May is very, very much extroverted. She loves people. She loves taking care of them. She loves making their experience, you know, top notch with with internal and external. And every once in a while, she needs to be able to crawl in that hole and say, I need less people today. I need a day where I can work from home and just actually pound out some work without having to be on, per se. Mm -hmm. And that helps fill her cup. And having those conversations and understanding the different color personalities and, you know, what might fill their cup for for a blue, it might be, let me have two hours to just mess around with some analytics and a spreadsheet. (laughs) That might fill their cup so then they can go and do the other things that drains it. Yeah, I think I think being aware of we talk about this when we talk about productivity and some of the stuff that we do. We're trying to keep ourselves on task when we're overwhelmed and stuff. Being being aware of what winds you up mm-hmm. and what unwinds you is so important. But the team being able to say that person right there, we need to let them unwind a little bit and we need to take the pressure off. And I think that that's you know good reinforcement is when you say, "Hey, you know, it's okay. We got you." Like if yes. May comes in and she's at 70%, instead of the team saying, what's wrong with you, May? You're normally 100. Why are you at 70? What's wrong with you? It's like, May, you're normally at the 100. What can we do so that you don't have to use all 70% today? Right? Yeah, that's that's really good because that was actually something I wanted to kind of touch on because I think as big as a yellow can feel, when the yellow doesn't feel big, you notice that. 
right? Like there is a huge difference when I come in on a day that I'm like ready to go. I'm ready to good morning it up. I'm ready to get some coffee going. I want to talk to everybody. Um, and then there are days where, like you said, their life is happening. And yep. I, I can't guarantee myself that I'm going to be able to show up in the same way every day, let alone guarantee everyone else. And so I think one of the most freeing things that I have been able to find primarily within Seed and this team because of our closeness is that that's okay and it's not a lack. Like there is nothing lacking about me because I look different on a day compared to a different day. Because what it provides is an opportunity for other people to show up and to tap in to their their own strengths and their, you know, I I love you guys and I I love the way that I am valued here, but the same that you talk about me, I feel for you and Emmy. I mean, I think there is such beauty in the abilities that you guys have. And I think the point that I'm trying to get to is that we all have an opportunity to um, amplify those gifts. And so me lacking doesn't mean that there's lack there. It means that there is an opportunity for me to trust and to be surrounded by safety and for other people to be able to shine in different ways and, and what that looks like. And I think that that's so important too, because let's say that you're going through a time and, and you need that break, mm -hmm. right? You need that refresh and somebody fills in and they do an admirable job, right? Um, I, this could go both ways too, but we'll follow this path first. It doesn't mean that that person's also going to take your job or should fill your position or is going to be able to with, withstand that, that uh, situation indefinitely. And, from a leadership perspective, it's very hard sometimes because they're like, oh, Emmy filled in for May perfectly. Emmy must be just like May. And it's like, no, Emmy's not anything like May. Emmy's like Emmy. Yeah. And she brings to her the table, her skills and whatnot. And she's doing her best May impersonation because that's what the team needs and because she's she's trying to do May justice, right? Um, and I think that that's, you know, it's just so important to realize that. And, and I think it goes the other way too from a standpoint of, um, well, I totally forgot where that one was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. These things happen. Where, what was I thinking about there? Okay, it could go the other way because let's see, like Abby, blah, 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 blah. It's going to fill for you. Uh, uh, oh, oh let's, let's say that you're doing your job and you're doing, you're, you're normally doing an amazing job, right? And then all of a sudden you're having a bad time. So the natural inclination is for everybody to start judging you and say, oh, you know, you're just no good at this anymore. You're, you're, you have no passion for it or anything. Instead of saying, look, that is, she is who she is. And like you said, that meter is not going to be full every single day and that's okay. And the team needs to be able to trust in that, but that gets you back to trust and, and communication, right? Mm -hmm. Cause if you're feeling like that, if you're feeling tired, cause that's the feeling reds have it, mm -hmm. everybody has it. You feel tired. 
right? The grind gets to you. And uh, um, you need to have people around you that you can trust, that you can say, I'm tired right now, you know, or I'm exhausted by this, or I'm okay. That took a lot out of me, right? I got, you know, I took 50 body punches yesterday and or last week or last quarter and I'm going to be fine. You guys don't need to worry about that. But what you do need to do is kind of keep the wolves off my back for the next week. Mm-hmm. Right. Just give me some space and let me recover. We'll be good. But you need to have people around you that you can trust enough to be able to say that to where they're not like, OK, how can I take advantage of the situation where they're not like, well, screw you. That's your problem. They're actually that invested and interested in you. Um, and I think that that's where the dynamics of the team come from, too, because if you only have people like you, you're only ever really going to hear people who talk like you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yellows kind of when you talk to a yellow, they all kind of have a certain way of shaping the world and reds do and blues do and greens do. Right. And so if you're a room full of blues, you're, you're kind of going to get lost in being a nerd. Right. And sometimes you need somebody to come and say, look, pay attention to this over here. Yes, it's not on your spreadsheets, but it's really important. And, and, you know, same thing with all the different colors. Like it's, we need to get that perspective from other people, but we also need to trust each other and say, you know, um, I believe in where you're going with this and, and why you're coming across this way. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think understanding the, the dominant personality traits of somebody helps us understand when that person probably needs that kind of help. Mm-hmm. It allows you to foster genuine relationships. And I think, too many companies have the perspective of leave your life at the door. And life is life. It's all encompassing. It's personal. It's professional. And when you acknowledge that and you foster these relationships and you understand that a person's you know, cup gets filled or emptied by all aspects, it allows them to be real with you, to be open, which which grows and strengthens that team because then everyone can support everyone when it's needed. Yeah, but you do have to have the trust component there. You have to make sure uh-huh. that somebody's not bringing drama in for like attention or yes. because they're dumping garbage on people or because they have the wrong intentions. And I think that that gets back to the last book we did with the ideal team player. It gets back yeah. to the whole humble, hungry, smart framework. And if, if your team is full of people who are hungry, humble, and smart and who have bought into your mission, it really allows you to use tools like this. Mm-hmm. Um for maximum um, effectiveness because you know that they're there for the right reasons in the first place, right? Um, For either one of you, if you weren't that type of person and you were having these discussions with each other, one of you would be using it against the other one to sabotage and set them up, you know, and sometimes there's not even any personal gain. It's like, you know what I mean? It, it could be somebody, I mean, it could be you as the boss and, and you're trying to manipulate May or May as the employee trying to manipulate Emmy, even though there's no gain for either of you. You see this at different places where you've worked and it's like, what is the point of that? You're just, you know, wrecking each other to wreck each other. And you have an environment where you don't have that because you're sticking, you have that framework already in place. You have a mission of what you guys are trying to do together. And now you have common you know, respect for each other and a better understanding of why each other's doing what they're doing. So it's like, this is why you're so good at what you do. This is why I'm good at what I do. Now we can actually respect each other's roles better. 